Hello, this is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman. And just to give you some context, I'm recording this on Sunday, December 17th. It's about 9.54 p.m. Uh, and I'm recording out of Atlanta, Georgia. Now, by right, I should have been on a plane out of Atlanta about one o'clock today. But if you're listening to this, uh, you can look at the uh, news from December 17th, 2017 and see that the Atlanta airport had a blackout. Well, about 15 minutes before I was about to get on my plane, the lights went out and they stayed out. And I mean, they stayed out. Right now, it's going on seven, I think, eight hours. I got out of the airport uh, about seven hours into what I'll, I'll just honestly call an ordeal. Um, now, it wasn't so painful at first because the sun and, and shine was shining through the windows and we had daylight. But when as the sun was going down, it got a little hairy. And quite honestly, I got out of there. I made my escape route. But um, not without some uh, planning and um, uh, doing a little uh, maneuvering, we'll just say. But uh, did a lot of walking because we're talking about trains shut down and then phones couldn't be charged and computers were going dead and uh, planes stranded on the runway, people stranded on their planes and having to uh, manually open doors and let them off on the tarmac and walking. Um, the same with, you know, those who know Atlanta Airport know that you usually take a train between all of the different gates and terminals, but uh, those were down and elevators, people had gotten stranded on elevators. So when I say ordeal, I'm really talking about a, a true ordeal. Um, you can imagine when you have that many people in the airport, then uh, bathrooms start running out of supplies. The cash registers at the different restaurants and snack bars weren't working. So once again, and some of you may know that in November, I went through something similar in Orlando when there was uh, someone thought they heard shots fired and there was a security uh, incident and we had to evacuate the terminals and go back. 5,000 people had to go back there. And imagine that Atlanta airport on a Sunday, and this is right before uh, holiday week, people going to school, coming from school, met several people coming from graduations, um, people coming home for Christmas break, um, leaving for Christmas break. And I was headed out to do my last training for the year. So the world's busiest airport during the busiest holiday. It, it, it was something to behold. But on the other hand, I'm happy to be back home at the moment and recording this episode. And I want to tell you about my time in the airport. I used it uh, to be very productive because I read a book that uh, just came in. I actually, the book is called Tribal Unity. Um, and M. Campbell Pretty uh, was a speaker at the Agile Boot Camp that I did in Dallas not too um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I didn't get to hear a lot of speakers during that uh, boot camp, but she was one of them and so glad that I did. She was a keynote. Um, and you can go to her website, prettyagile.com. So um, the cool name, and it just happens to be her last name, but prettyagile.com. Now, um, and, and her whole book is about 
creating a one team culture. And I'm so excited because I'm right in the midst of really stirring up things at one of my clients that uh, has really um, put their hearts into um, going agile, not just going through the motions. And as she says, I love one of her sayings about really making agile part of the cultural bloodstream. Love that. Um, and, and so that's the type of insight that she mentions. But she's got pictures and example. And I have to say, they did some radical things. Now, I, I know I like to go out on the bleeding edge. Um, and if anything, this inspires me that um, I'm not the only one. So I found someone like myself. And she talked about so many times where they went and did some radical things. Um, not knowing if they were going to be successful. And she talks about some of her failures. And that's just as enlightening, too, because she's honest and raw and transparent. But nonetheless, the victories far outweighed any of the setbacks or hiccups that they had. And some of her epic fails were because she didn't go with her instincts. So I like that about her as well. Another great thing, and one of the things that they did, was they set up a Agile book club. And I think this is so important because we talk about continuous process improvement in Agile, but what people tend to do is just recycle some of their waterfall approaches. And they consider that process improvement. We're changing things, but you're really not pushing the envelope. We're really not going out of your comfort zone. So what she did was um, at the organization she was with, EDW, created a book club. And so when they made their suggestions and when they looked at new ways of doing things, they tried to find some type of alignment with someone else that was doing some form of agile and has had some success, but something that pushed the envelope. And so I really like that. And one of the things I'm going to kick this off with, and if you don't catch the list that I'm about to give you, it is in the description section of this podcast. So you can go to the Technology Expresso uh, .net website, go to this episode, because maybe you're listening to this on iTunes or a mobile app. So go back to the actual um, webpage, technologyexpresso.net, Look for this episode and you'll see the list of books I'm about to give you so that you can start your book club. And it's all around, like I said, pushing the envelope, helping to change and maintain some of the mindset of Agile. And especially, you know, she had to go through a transformation herself. You know, you're asking everyone else to change, but she had to go through a transformation. She had to make herself vulnerable. Um, and she had a coach that was nudging her forward. So that was that was also inspirational that being a senior leader, she actually had an agile coach. Let me read a little bit more about um, M. And then what I'm going to do for this episode is give you a list of recommended books for starting your agile book club. But first about her in the book, Tribal Unity is a real world practical guide for leaders committed to making their organization a great place to work based on the true story of how one inspiring leader transformed a highly toxic organizational culture into an internationally recognized case study of success. 
Tribal Unity shares proven patterns that are revolutionizing the way teams of teams connect and perform. Um, that's one of her saying, teams of teams. Um, and and that speaks to kind of the scaled agile. You have teams, but they're team of teams. Now, a little bit about her. M. Campbell Pretty is internationally acclaimed business strategist, speaker, and one of Australia's leading enterprise agile consultants. After 20 years in senior business roles within multinational blue chip corporations, M. discovered agile and became passionate about the chance it proves to provides to align business and IT around the delivery of value. Today, M is instrumental in empowering Australia's largest enterprises and improving the effectiveness of their team. M is a thought leader on scaling culture and creating agile tribes and has received international attention for her blog, prettyagile.com, which is one of the top 100 agile blogs of 2015. At the heart of M's success is her passion for creating cultures of transparency, lean leadership, learning innovation, and fun. Her commitment to building great leaders and transforming culture is the driving force behind tribal unity. So now, with the list of some books to start your Agile book club. First of all, her book, Tribal Unity. It's by M. Campbell Pretty. I ordered mine right off of Amazon. There's also Tribal Leadership, David Logan. The Radical Leap, Steve Farber. Leading Teams, J. Richard Hackman. Turn the Ship Around, L. David Marquette. Smart Tribes, Kristen Comerford. Good to Great. Jim Collins. I think that's going to be the next one on my list. Good to great. Great by choice. Jim Collins. Switch Chip. Switch, which is by Chip and Dan Heath. Managing for a happiness. Jurgen Apello. The Toyota Way to Learn Leadership. Jeffrey Liker. And Joy Incorporated. Richard Sheridan. So, this is our reading list. Check a few of these out, but stay tuned as I'm going to be reading excerpts from M's book. And then also I'll be picking up copies of each one of these books, plus some others. There's a couple of bonus uh, books that I'm going to be speaking to on my upcoming series on Agile. So thanks for checking in. Stay tuned. Get your books, read up, and uh, let's get ready to uh start our own agile virtual book club all right this is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman with technology expresso talking about a world gone agile let's not let it get chaotic bye for now you have been listening to technology expresso cafe radio for a full list of our broadcast archives, social media handles, contact information, and upcoming shows, visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com.net and .org. Call our event hotline 855-484-6837 for a list of STEM-related events in various states across the country. That's 
Your feedback is important to us. Send us an email through our website or directly to technologyexpresso at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and remember to listen, learn, leverage, launch.